This is a podcast where you don't have to be perfect. You can be happy. Make your day count. Encouraging, uplifting, full of joy. You're worth more than you think. This is Entirely Unconventional, and I'm Lindsay Roberts. I pray for something miraculous to happen to you today. Hi, everybody. I'm Lindsay Roberts. Welcome to Entirely Unconventional. And I believe every day that we walk with the Lord doesn't have to line up with the way the world is and do everything the way the world does it, but we can be our own self according to how God has called us and created us to be following his word, following his will. And you know what? To me, that's a little unconventional. So I believe when we line up with the word of God, we may be unconventional to the world, but we are very conventional to the kingdom of God. Today, we've got day five or lesson five or episode five of Family Matters. Um, my co-host is here today, Melissa Lee. Hello. She co-hosts <laughs> Make Your Day Count with me and a new program called Bookmark. If you go to um, the Healing Network, you can go to the Healing Network dot com or you can go uh, on your app store the healing network find us you can find all kinds of programs from the oral roberts ministry old oral roberts crusade tent days all the way up to today with bookmark today with make your day count even richard my husband has a brand new program that is a 30 minute live prayer program every thursday at 11 o'clock central time so we've got lots of exciting things going on now, before we get too far into this program, I do want to tell you, if you go to richardroberts.org, go into the bookstore, look up Family Matters, mm -hmm. that's our notes. We did a PDF for you to download from Family Matters where you can find all kinds of very, very interesting things on the, on the, uh, on the bookstore. And much of it, so much of it we've tried to do where you can download for free. This particular one contains our notes from all five episodes. Number one was the power of prayer. Number two was forgiveness. Number three, nurturing, respect and family relationships. Number four was conflict resolution. And now number five, this is building a legacy of faith in your family. Mm -hmm. Something that, so you know, good. while you're here and long after you're gone, yes. what will your family think of you? And most important, how will your family look to God? Mm -hmm. So on that note, I'm going to do one of these... Take it away, <laughs> Melissa, and let her pick up where we have been studying the Word of God yes. to bring together how much our family matters to each other, but how much it matters to God. Yes. So we hope you enjoy it. Again, richardroberts.org, download Family Matters. It's a free PDF. And you know what? Personalize it. Make it work for your family. So Melissa Lee... Take it away. All right. Thank you. Well, it's definitely one of my favorite topics, faith and family life, because probably the most important thing to me is, well, not probably, is my faith. Yeah. Because of who, whose I am yep. and my family. And I have a big family. So, um, and you know what? I'm going to just start off with this as if a mom, if you struggle with negative thoughts regarding raising kids... I'm here to tell you, your past doesn't have to dictate how you parent because of the way you were parented. Yeah. It doesn't have to determine how you are going to parent. Yeah. You can do it different. There are so many tools um, to, to, and resources and so many godly uh, things to look into. When Lindsay says, uh, go to our bookstore on richardroberts.org, holy Moses, there are so many files yeah. and, and books to 
scriptures to pray over your resources. children. Resources. Those, yeah. Thank you for throwing that word to me. Here, so. <laughs> tossed it right at you. Even our Make Your Day Count magazine. Yes. It's an online e-magazine. Mm-hmm. It's free. You can put it into your device. I even think you can download if you want to print it. I'm not... 100% sure right. how to do it. Right. But all of this is to lift you up. In fact, I think there's some Family Matters stuff in there too mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. this all one. The notes, yeah. And so we want to encourage you, Family Matters, do the PDF, download it for free, personalize it. And much of it, like we always try to do, mm-hmm. is centered around the Word of God. Yes, so I hope it, that's it a blessing is. to it you. Is. And you know, I want to say, you know, my father died when I was 12 years old. And I had to understand not just who Jesus was, Mm -hmm. but I really had to understand who my heavenly father was. So your upbringing Mm -hmm. does not have to determine how you parent your children. It may may be wonderful. Go ahead and emulate it. Wahoo! Or it may be something that you think, okay, maybe. Or you Mm -hmm. think, I never want to do that as long as I live. But you know what? If we look at God as our father, I believe we can understand a great family dynamic and how much family really does matter. Yes, so true. And I would say for me, one of the most... uh, digging into the word, but I surrounded myself with people I admired and families I admired. And I found a group of women who desired a godly family. Like when I tell you, I, Lindsay and I have been friends for decades. I'm going to tell you the bigger secret. I go back with <laughs> oh. Melissa when she had braces. <laughs> oh yeah. Lindsay won that round. <laughs> I might've been a little old, uh, but I have, I mean, there are just a couple of women, a few women, probably four, three, four women in my life that I have been friends with since our kids were really little. Yeah. And I, our relationship survived because we were on the same page. Mm-hmm. We felt comfortable with our kids together. Yeah. We kept felt comfortable with our kids at each other's homes. I mean, that is important. And I, I mean, when I think back and count like the greatest blessings of my life that I uh, found out about Jesus, that I've married a great guy and have these great kids, but the friends the Lord has put in my path. I mean, I can just tear up thinking about, because I prayed for that, because yeah. I didn't have that growing up well, at all. Well, you know, truth be told, we always, Melissa jokes and says, hello, family. Mm-hmm. But it's not a joke that we look at each other that yes. way. Her kids call me, uh, oh, Elizabeth yeah. calls me auntie. <laughs> I mean, I'm yes. Aunt Lindsay, and that's yeah. Uncle Richard. And, and you know, the cats, the dogs, everything. <laughs> I mean, we we aren't kidding. Right. And our kids, you know, they started kinderga- kindergarten together, mm-hmm. and they're still friends, mm-hmm. and they're still still, mm-hmm. you know, in the same city and they're still, you know, laughing about the same jokes and talking about terrible stories about what you and I did <laughs> and how, how our parenting skills. And it's like, man, I thought by now they'd have forgotten that. <laughs> no, they don't forget. <laughs> joke, no joke, no joke. Seriously, seriously. Candace is in her thirties and it wasn't until she, I think the way she described it now, maybe she was kidding, but I don't think so, no, she but wasn't. she really thought that Oral Roberts was her birth grandfather, mm-hmm. that he was, that, that, that was her grandparenting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was by family osmosis, yes. but, but she's you know what, but that's how much you can make. I think she said she was 18 <coughs> when she started to tell a story and she thought, wait a minute, <laughs> how does this work? If my mother, cause she yeah. has, she well, has grandfathers. Yeah. <laughs> and I think somewhere in it, your mother, Gigi, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to say switched at birth, but it's entirely <laughs> possible because so much of Gigi, even mm-hmm. the way she looked in her height. Hello, Gigi <laughs> in heaven. So, 
Do you have some explain? No, no, in different states and different ages and different stages of life. But truthfully, God gave us some Mm -hmm. things that we did not have in the natural. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when we prayed, God does, God can do some really unusual, supernatural things if we give him the opportunity. Right, right. Well, one of the things I was finding for like, specific things to do for for us is that as parents our goal is to be intentional yeah with with imparting because nothing happens by accident right mm-hmm. and so we need to be intentional and our goal is to aim our hearts our children's yeah. hearts towards god yes. right yes. and not and this is what i say too when we uh, use scripture and talk about the word of god we are talking about the God, Jesus, who died on the cross for us, yeah, who gave his life for us. I'm not talking about trying to modify my kid's behavior and use the word of God like, like an ice pick. Yeah. I don't view God like that in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a imparting weapon. a weapon of, of, of yes, mass destruction. Like he's going to whack you down. Get you. Yes, yes. So we're talking about Jesus who died on the cross, he loved you so much that he gave his, his life for you. It was so planned that the Mm -hmm. book of Isaiah Mm -hmm. says for, you know, for unto us, a child is born, a son is Mm -hmm. given, his name shall be called Emmanuel, Mm -hmm. God with us. Okay. Isaiah prophesied that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, I don't have exact numbers. I'm not sure if anyone has total exact numbers, Mm -hmm. but in the 700 year mark, Mm -hmm. God planned that. You know, if you don't think God does things directionally and intentionally, he wrote a book in the Bible called Numbers. Yes. I mean, (laughs) that's one of my favorite things about the Bible. I mean, talk about calculating things to make Mm -hmm. sure there's an instruction manual. You know Mm -hmm. me, Melissa's known me a a million years, and and I'm like, I'm even sitting in front of my notebook, Mm -hmm. and and my notebook, I have notes in my notebook about the notes in Mm -hmm. my notebook. (laughs) It is, I like things orderly. Mm -hmm. Jillian could have been my child. She's your middle child, but she has the characteristics of let's Let's organize it. Let's write it down. Mm -hmm. Let's make notes about it. And let's have a checklist. And then you highlight what you checked. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying we have to be that intentional, Mm -hmm. but truth be told, a lot of times I could really mess up some important things if I didn't make a plan. Mm -hmm. God made a plan. He did. He gave us such and great instructions. Yeah. And we can make a plan that even if our parenting or even if our um, we had lack of parenting. Anything right, you wanted. Right. My father, like I said, he had cancer. He didn't want to die. Right. But the fact is, at 12 years old, I didn't have a dad. Mm-hmm. So when you think about that, we can make intentional moves mm-hmm. to do the right thing for our children, even if it looks like it's not taking root. Right, right. It does take time sometimes. Well, and one of the things we were talking about earlier, Lindsay, is that our kids, influencer is a big word. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You are the most significant influencer yeah. in your child's life. Walk that out. Even what? if you don't think it or yes. you don't see it or you they are. don't seem to act like it. Yes. Believe that yes. and act like you are and impart, and impart that as yes. though you are. And and when we say, like people say, oh, the Bible, uh, we or the kids weren't born with a, an instruction manual. I really think they are. When I go back to Deuteronomy 6 and I look up this and it says, to how to about parenting, it says the Lord our God, um, the Lord alone. It says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength, 
And you is it my not under your own and you must commit yourselves to wholeheartedly. He said, I'm giving I'm giving you these instructions. And then he says, this is what I think is so important. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you're at home, when you're on the road, when you're going to bed, when you're getting up. It's like, oh, it is. But here's what I know. Yes. But here's what I know, Lindsay. If I don't know the word of God, how am I imparting that to them at bedtime? How can you teach what you don't know? Right. And so what we're full of ourselves is what's going to overflow. And that's where we're influencing them. You know what I think may, I made one of the greatest mistakes, although I, I, I have been a student of the Bible and you know that I yes. love to read the Bible. I love to read commentaries. I, I really do like to study mm-hmm. a lot about the Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I that's read other can, books, but yeah, that's why we do this. <laughs> that's why we do this. But even with all of the knowledge of the Bible, mm-hmm. I mean, I had it in college. I mean, honestly, I, I I was one of those people that were relatively, oh, I would say overtly familiar with the Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't a Bible scholar, but I, I you know, mm-hmm. all right. But one of the biggest things that I would always think about myself is I don't know enough about the Bible. That's the biggest And I want to make sure what I teach my kids Mm -hmm. is perfect and it's the Mm -hmm. right thing. Listen, start with God to love the world. I mean, start somewhere. Start with Bible stories. Get Even if it's a board book, Get David and Goliath. Yes, yes. Yeah. Get a puzzle. Get something. Pour those into your kids. And it doesn't have to be, we're not sending them to seminary at two and three years old. But we start early. And but here's what I love. I'm if you have a teenager and you haven't done this, God's mercies are new every day. You start and you ask the Lord. You say, I always say that. You ask God, like James 1. It's like if you need wisdom. Ask him, God, you gave me this boy. You gave me this girl. I know you didn't give me a child I could not reach. So reveal the tactic to reach them. But look at what you just said where James says, you know, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask. Mm -hmm. What's the rest of that? God will give it to you generously. generously. Mm -hmm. One translation says freely and liberally Mm, and upbraideth not. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I freely admit that I had to look up that word. (laughs) But it means without criticism. Yes. So if you feel like, I can't ask God, I'll feel stupid. Mm. I mean, he's going to criticize. No. No. Ask. You know, we have a picture. I don't know if which one of our kids found this. It might have been my Olivia, but but. All the kids, you are, you are actually, they, they were all, it was Chloe and you and Elizabeth were sitting on the floor <laughs> in one of the rooms in my house yes. and going through pictures. <laughs> it was a blast. And laughing and laughing and laughing. And one of the pictures they came up with, I think we had Beth's hair, hair on mm-hmm. one side. We didn't get her whole face, but part of Beth's hair and... All of your hair, <laughs> which was a lot, which was a lot, took up like nine tenths of the picture. And she still has that much beautiful blonde hair. And then I was there, and I think between the two of you, you both were a foot taller than me. Yeah. And so you had to read the picture and then drop down, and there was Lindsay. We used to laugh that we were your bodyguards. <laughs> 
the truth. I'm not not kidding. Same height. (laughs) These beautiful tall women. It was like, you know, when you when when you try and hang around friends who are really lovely and beautiful, so you can walk in and feel like somebody. That's how it felt like I have these two beautiful friends. But the comedy was if you looked at the picture closely, on the floor, remember Mm -hmm. this? There was a blanket on the floor. And we were in a women's conference and our children were sitting on the blanket mm-hmm. on the floor. Mm-hmm. Were they taking notes? No. Were they um, quoting scripture? No. Mm-mm. But they were in an atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And they knew that's what we did. They knew you it. Know, yeah. We were, We were. it was my conference yes. and, and we were all, you know, participants. So it wasn't like we just went to Ken the Cobalt. <laughs> threw a blanket, <laughs> on, threw the a blanket on the floor and dragged our kids in. <laughs> but I might. <laughs> but hey, listen, I'm not above it. But the truth is we wanted our children to be in, to that. Be in that atmosphere. Yeah. And they wanted to be with us. It was the strangest thing. Loved. They always loved to yeah. go. Yeah. And they sat on their blanket and they would lay down with, the, I think this particular picture had their little hands on their chin mm-hmm. and they were laying on their tummies. So cute. And it was like they were absorbing it as if they were Bible scholars. Mm-hmm. But listen, I think their spirit man was they, absorbing absolutely it. Absolutely, they were. So, because here's the, one of the things. I'm sorry to interrupt no, you. No, but no, no, no. Go ahead. When do we not? We couldn't speak if we couldn't interrupt each other. Come on. But they don't need to just hear it. They need to see it. Yes. They needed to see us yeah. in action. If it's you will, the truth. right? We set examples. Yes. And part of that example is children are welcome in church. Mm-hmm. I remember one time yes. my daughter Olivia said, "Mom, can I wear jeans to church?" I said, "Listen, you're going to church with me, baby." As long as you're going to church, I want you to be decent, of course, yes. but wear what you want. Yes, yes. I wasn't going to be that mother mm-hmm. that criticized your hair has to be perfect. Your right. shoes have to be perfect. Listen, I'm happy your heart wants to go to church. Yes, I think so too. So some of the practical things, were you going to talk about what fabulous year this is? Okay, so I this was, was reading this And then I want to get to practical tips. And go your, to practical. And I think I have your a really... genius thing. Well, this was one of my weird um, finds you know, I'm always you. digging into yes. odd things and digging into the Word of God and, and trying to always find what God is saying. And truthfully, it was really hard for me not to to figure out what God was trying to speak to me in this. And this was one of those times. I was reading that as far as years go, um, you know, when you look at biblical years and biblical perspective mm-hmm. of years— we're talking about 5783, 5784. The Hebrew year of 5783, 5784, and 5785, you may be thinking, um, Lindsay, have you gone off the deep? No. No, it's fascinating. This is extremely unusual. The year of 5784 is a Hebrew, it prophetically means the year of open doors. Well, let's just sit and chew on that one for a mm-hmm. while. It is like followed it. by 5785. Now, this is a this is an interesting year coming up about 5785. And this is in the Jewish calendar. And when you look at it, which is to me kind of one of the most important calendars as a Christian you'll ever know, 5785, very strange, is when you look at what it actually means. It, hold on, let me make sure I get it totally and completely exact. 5784, it ends in September. 5785 will pick up, um, technically ends in September, starts and that means in October. open door, you said? Open door. But here's a weird thing about 5785. Let me make sure. I, I okay. wrote it on my phone, so yes, I just want to grab notes. my notes. My notes are all in my phone. She's so techie. I am so techie, except when I can't find it. <laughs> except for when we except need it. Except for right now when we need it. 
And so what it means is real simple. When you talk about 5784, Mm -hmm. going into 5785, they're calling it a pregnant year. It means a year like what we would see as a leap year. Mm -hmm. It's like got an extra one. And every seven out of 19 years, Mm -hmm. they have this kind of a year. Okay. And technically, that year represents... Um, restitution. Mm-hmm. It represents um, make God making amends, God wow. making good. And it represents like um, almost like they call it like a second Passover. Mm-hmm. When you look at that, it's sort of, now this is the Lindsay translation. Okay, It's sort of like everything almost coming into neutral mm-hmm. and God stepping in to whatever it is that, that's been hard on you or lost, or you think will never return, or you'll never be able to get past this, or this person, no one will ever know what he did or what he did to me or this or this or this. This is a year to make amends, Mm. to make good, and to make restitution. Mm. That's God's job, not ours. Right. It's almost like, so you're telling me that as soon as the calendar turns, Mm. All this is going to happen. Yes. Mm. Remember 50 years was a year of Jubilee. Right. Okay. When you think about the year of Jubilee and you look at how God operates, it's going to be Jubilee whether you believe it or not. Right. It's going to be spiritual whether you like it or not. Right. It's going to be scriptural whether you go into agreement or not. Mm -hmm. That part is not up to you. God has made choices. Now, you can miss it. Mm -hmm. You can do without it. You can get yourself in a in some kind of a conundrum where, oh, I don't believe that, and I'm not going to ever have that. Well, chances might be you're not going to believe it, and you're never going to have it. Mm-hmm. Go back and look at Ruth 2.12, and it says, May the Lord repay you mm-hmm. for what's been done. May you be, listen to this, richly rewarded by the Lord, mm-hmm. the God of Israel. Okay, hold that in your thought because I'm going to go to a Jewish calendar. Okay. Under whose wings you have come to take refuge. It's exactly Psalm 91. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the year, if this is scripture coming to pass, it is exactly as the Bible says. And it is what they say, like a Jewish leap year, mm-hmm. like a Passover, like a second Passover. And it it's going to happen no different than, you know, when they go like, what is it, February 28th, mm-hmm. but then there's a leap year that's right. February 29th. Right, right. Whether you like that or it not, happens. it's yeah. going to happen. It's there, yeah. You know, December 24 is going to turn to December 25. Mm-hmm. You can hold a clock in your hand. Thank the Lord. But it's going to have happy birthday to me. But it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So when you look at that, God wants to bring restoration. Mm-hmm. God wants to bring restitution. Mm-hmm. God wants to make amends. God wants to make good. God And, and it's funny, they call it a pregnant year. Mm-hmm. You know what happens with a pregnancy? A birth. You know what else happens with a pregnancy? Expectation. Yes. So why isn't it time yeah. for us to get on God's calendar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Melissa, I've been on my calendar. I've been on my family's calendar. Yep, yep. I've been on very high pressure calendar. It mm-hmm. is time for me to get on God's calendar. Mm, that's and good. that to me is that legacy, yes. that that building a legacy of faith that mm-hmm. I can pass to my kids. You mm-hmm. may have had heartache. You may have this happen. Mm-hmm. You may have a shock happen. You may have a great happen. Mm-hmm. But the legacy I want to leave you is 
the legacy of faith. What yes. does God's calendar say? He's yeah. a God of restitution. Yes. He's a God of restoration. He wants to make amends. He wants to make good. And that is not in one pick and choose situation. Right. It is in every aspect of your life. Right, right. And I think even what an encouragement, Lindsay, what an encouragement to like, what do you need restored? Mm-hmm. Like as a mom, what would you like Name to see it. Lay as it a woman, out. as a, just a, a listener? What do you want restored this yeah. in this season? Um, one of the things we've talked about is being intentional with imparting this legacy of faith to our children. So what about we, because I have a lot of women who are like, I don't even know where to begin. You know yeah. where? Open your Bible. Yeah. Open your Bible yeah. and just start asking the Lord. And I encourage you, read the word of God. Just go through. My husband says this. So he taught our kids this since they were really little. If you read one proverb and five Psalms a day, you will go through proverbs and Psalms every single month. Yeah. And that is a great start. You ask the Lord for, to, uh, for guidance as you set the tone in your home. And once you're filling up on the word, you can't help but spill out. Of, yeah. You know? What and, you manifest. Yes. What and you just will manifest what you're full of. Establish a time and a place. Make a date. Yeah. If you're a morning person, I prefer morning. Yeah. But if it needs to be at night because of work or whatever, if you can't beat the kids up, that's yeah. like my kids have not beat the kids up, <laughs> meaning get up before <laughs> the children. If you cannot wake before the children, darling, thank you. <laughs> we're gonna all get in trouble here. What's the <laughs> flag? Red flag. Um, if you cannot wake before your children and you need to do it a little later. So it, you know, yes, yeah. but just start spending time. Be intentional about your time. There's Bible apps, Lindsay. Yeah. Um, I always think of the oxygen mask on an airplane. Yeah. How can you take care of your kids if you don't have your oxygen mask yeah. on first? Then get filled up. So you put your oxygen mask yep. on. You keep a firm arm around that baby and then you give them their oxygen. Exactly. Mask. And that's with the word of God too. So my homework for you will okay. be, let's see, I picked Isaiah 3, 10 and 11. Okay. Ruth 2, 12. Okay. Those are my homework okay. scriptures. What are yours? Mine are going to be Deuteronomy 6. Okay. About 6 and 7, but I, I like to do the whole chapter. It makes me feel good. I do Just too. read it. And then Proverbs, uh, start children off on the way they should go. And even when they're old, they won't turn from it. Proverbs Perfect. 22, 6. So if you just even start by those, uh, meditating on those yep. and just writing them out and then just asking the Lord to reveal the truth of his word to you. And so we're going to review your homework, Isaiah mm -hmm. 3, 10 and 11, Ruth mm -hmm. 2, 12. Mm -hmm. Give me the next one. Deuteronomy please. 6. Deuteronomy 6. I think you just have to read that whole chapter. Go okay. <laughs> and then uh, Proverbs 22, 6. Proverbs 22, 6. That's mm -hmm. your homework. And remember, you are the main influencer in your children's lives. Yes. And even if it doesn't look like it, if you begin to call things that be not as though they are, if you do it only privately in mm -hmm. prayer, if you just do it under your breath, at least start and doing yes. it. Yes. Start declaring that. Yep. Start declaring that over your home. You know, I call it declare and decree, set the mood for your home yes. by the words of your mouth mm -hmm. and the meditations of your heart. Yes. Thanks for listening. This has yes. been Lindsay Roberts and Melissa Lee, Entirely Unconventional. And I pray for you today in every aspect of your life, for you to really know that you know that you know that God is a good God and he has good and great and glorious things for you. I pray for you to be healed 
and delivered and set free in every area of your life, in your thinking, in your believing, in your physical body, in your mind, your will, and your emotions. That's your soul realm. In your finances, whatever it is you're going through, I pray for healing to be your portion today. And I also pray, no matter what you're thinking, I love this saying, I hope you ingest it because I believe you're worth more than you think. So it's time for us to get out there and do all we can do for the kingdom of God. Thanks for listening and join us again next time on Entirely Unconventional. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. To connect with Lindsay on social media, follow her on Instagram at Lindsay Roberts Official. To get a copy of Lindsay's brand new book, Discover Your True Worth, simply search Discover Your True Worth on Amazon.com. We'll see you next week.